Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to More Than a Season podcast with Ashley and Brittany. Join us as we walk through what life is like supporting someone within the sports industry. Real, authentic, behind-the-scenes look at what the support system experiences but no one discusses. Grab a drink, sit back, and listen because we are about to get real. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Stop listening. Press pause. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, scroll down to the ratings and reviews. Select five stars and give us a review. And if you're on Spotify, click our podcast page and click follow and download to listen to all of our episodes. Thanks so much. Enjoy this episode. Hello, hello. Hi, friends. Welcome back, everyone. We are so excited to have everyone for another wonderful episode. We do have an interview this week, and so we want to let her introduce herself, so go for it. Hi, everybody. My name is Alexis Lakins, and my husband is Travis Lakins. He plays with the Baltimore Orioles, so we spend our days traveling around with him. And when I say we, I mean me, my two-year-old daughter, her name is Breslin, and our 11-month-old, he is Travis Jr. And we actually just got back to our first of many homes in the offseason. A little bit about myself, I played four years of college basketball at Nova Southeastern. My husband and I met right after that career ended, and he was actually hurt, so training and spring training down in Florida. So it was just perfect timing. And, and we had met up after many years of knowing each other. And it's kind of history from there. So you say that you guys travel with him everywhere you go. So do you guys typically go I know this year is a weird year. So maybe don't count this year. But previous years, you guys go with him to a lot of the away games, you guys have like a central home that you start at? Yeah, so this is the first year that we had a home base. Typically, we literally were hotel to hotel. So last year, we went every four or five days, we were going to every single trip. So I think I only missed one game last year and one game the year prior. And that was simply because I was having the babies and super pregnant. Even my first daughter, I mean, we traveled 14 plus hours driving. She's in my belly. I'm huge, bumping up against the steering wheel, but we traveled uh, everywhere with him. So this is our very first year with having two babies under two that I thought it was good to have a home base. So we have a permanent home in Florida for the off season. But for during season, we just rented out an apartment in Baltimore. And if there was ever two back-to-back away trips, then I would follow. Travis and I have a five-day rule, which means we don't go any longer than five days without seeing each other. So if there were back-to-back away trips, I still went on those as long as that away team approved of me coming, as long as I was screened and all all of those procedures. But yeah, yeah, we have a lot of fun and lots of traveling. My babies have been on more flights than most adults. I'm just kind of in awe right now because I'm imagining this whole process of you like just going from place to place. So that is amazing. But how did you just get thrown into all this? And you were like, okay, this is my life. This is what's going to happen. So I guess a two-part answer to that would be one, my husband, that's how I knew he was going to be the, the love of my life because I'm such like a bold, strong woman that normally I led the pack. But with him, I just wanted to completely be submissive like and I don't mean submissive most people have a negative connotation with that but I was just willing to do whatever it took for his career and I think it helped that I was an athlete prior so I know you know when it's season he's going to be a different husband than when he when he's in off season so I don't know I just pride myself with being super adjustable and 
adaptive and I, I just learned as I go at this point yeah I feel like I could coach others coming into the game on the process whether they want to travel or stay at home or debating between both it also helps I don't know if you guys know Matt and Leslie Holiday, but they are family mentors and they are amazing so without them they actually were the ones that told us about the five-day rule theirs is 10 I think now that they have lots of babies but yeah, they just, they give us really strong advice and help me, you know, adjust with all that because it hasn't always been easy. It's been really, really hard. So although it looks glorious, you know, all of our travels, like sometimes I wanted to pull out my hair. He'd call me and say, I need you at the field in 15 minutes and I need the whole entire hotel room packed, you know, so we just have to scramble and sometimes he gets called at 4am, you're getting sent back down and you need to figure it out. And I'd be in one state and he'd be in another because he gets flown everywhere and I have to just pack our lives and go. So it's been crazy, but I, I did indeed, just like all of us and all of you, you just figure it out and it, it doesn't always work for everybody. So everybody has their own routine, but we found ours and our routine is not having one. We don't have a routine. We just learned to go with it. That's so sweet. Yeah, I can just tell like how much you guys love each other and just how strong your family is just by like talking to you. It's crazy, but it's so unique for you guys to have all these crazy stories. I want to hear your craziest travel story. Like I want to hear whatever the craziest thing was that you had to do. So I would say his big league debut was the craziest only because of the emotions, the packing and baby. And we, I think we still had our dog traveling with us at the same time too. So Travis calls me and says, babe, how quickly can you get to the field? And I said, 15, 20 minutes. Cause you told me you got called up. So I'm like, of course I'm gonna make it happen. I'm gonna get there as quick as you need me to. Well, funny enough, it took 15 to 20 minutes just to drive. Like it was supposed to anyway. So I'm not by any means like supporting speeding, but I was able to pack that hotel room completely, get my baby girl changed, like in a clean diaper. That way she was good for the drive from Pawtucket to Boston. They had a double header and that's what he got called up for. So literally made it from our hotel room to get him. We said like maybe like five words. I'm super proud of you and happy. And then we were silent because it was just such a amazing moment. So like we had a hard time processing, but we had 45 minutes to do so before it was game time. That was really crazy just because, like I said, I was able to make it there and pack the hotel room, and it was supposed to be a 15-minute drive, and I think I made it to the field in 20 minutes without forgetting anything at the hotel. There's lots of times that we leave things behind and have to just buy new and deal with it, but I think I got everything that time with the dog and Breslin, and yeah, I made it for his debut. The only other story that comes to mind is I thought I was going into labor. I was driving 14 hours to one of the double A teams in Virginia. I forget the exact team name, but I thought I was going early. Like I was having like some serious contractions and they said it was just because I overexercised that day that I, my muscles were just contracting. But regardless, I'm like, what am I about to do? I'm in the middle of nowhere. I'm about to just have this baby on the side of the road, which looking back, I wouldn't have minded having that story to tell either, but <laughs> definitely crazy. I mean, we've had some crazy stuff. Those are just two that pop out, but I probably could write a book on a few more. Those, those are some crazy stories. I can't even imagine. I do want to go back to, so you said you had two mentors that gave you that rule. And so can you explain a little bit what the five day rule is? I know you briefly touched on it, but I really want to know how you even came to that rule. Yeah. So that, that number has increased as the years went. It used to be literally like two days and now it's a five with the babies. But like I was mentioning, everyone has something that works for them. So Leslie Holiday says you invest in your family first. That's always her piece of advice. It doesn't matter what question I call with. She may give me like a few more little tidbits, but it always circles back to that one thing. You keep your family together. So 
so I just take that to heart and I I'll live by that forever and if any girl asks me what should I do should I travel or should I you know pursue this that and the other I say you find something you can pursue alongside of that doesn't mean they have to take that but that's truly what I believe in I mean they go through so much they need us physically obviously like that's a guy like they need us to be that shoulder to lean on you know what I mean they need you after a bad game to just be the one to say it's okay because if they got tough parents they're saying you should have thrown better and you know if, if they got tough coaches and so you can just be that one line of support so I love that family so much so the same way you guys are saying you can tell how much I love my husband that's how we are with Matt and Leslie like they haven't always had it easy either. We haven't. I'm just going to be very frank with you. Travis and I almost didn't make it at the beginning of our marriage, but it was the things that we've gone through that we knew we could get through whatever, even that really tough time. So the way we determine that, the amount of days is at what point do we like start not being ourselves in regards to like, maybe I'm getting a little whiny, you know, or, you know, maybe he's like, okay, it's time for us to cuddle, you know, or, you know, whatever. So we just kind of played it by ear. And at first in our relationship, you're still building that trust and that love and working together. So it's shorter. I was like, I need only two days. And now I need to be back and making sure I'm a control freak, like everything's good to go. And then now it's gotten like, I can make it four or five days before I'm like really sad. And right now we're approaching longer than we ever have right now. We splurged a little bit in New York City. So we decided to break our five day rule for the first time to see how it went. It's been pretty miserable. It's been 10 days. And yeah, I can't wait to see him. I bet. That's such a cool way to think about it, though. I feel like a lot of people don't. They go and they go and they go apart from each other. and They're just getting more and more bitter with each other. And then things end up bad. So that's a great rule. When you guys were first starting out, did you have something else that you wanted to pursue? Because you were saying that she mentioned like your family comes first, and then you can kind of pursue your dreams on the side. But was there something where you're like, this is what I want to do? And then once you met him, things kind of shifted. Yes, many dreams, many goals, they all come back to like, I just want to help people and be able to give back to others. So I mean, that, that gives you a lot of wiggle room to still be able to do what you want. And maybe you just have to tailor it towards this lifestyle. When we first got together, I was teaching, but I also had my own company. I was running girls basketball camps all over the country. And I had a nonprofit for Haiti, just raising uh, money for Destiny Village, which is an orphanage there. So I knew that I couldn't continue to do that because I can't continue to travel all over for me and then be there for him and things like that. So it just transitioned it. You know, you just adapt again, the adaptability piece. And I was able to now I'm, I'm a full service financial advisor for middle income families and I get to help them daily on Zoom. And before COVID, I would have had to meet with my clients in person, but this opportunity, I prayed about it. It got laid on my lap and I'm able to now Zoom all of my appointments and I truly help families become financially free. And that is my way of giving back and having fulfillment and also applying my skills. So, so many ladies and you guys included, like, look at you, you're doing what you love, but you're able to support your guys too. So you can just find a way to be creative with it. And for me, I love helping people figure it out. That's what I do on the daily, whether it's finances or their lives. So you just got to get creative. And to be honest, I don't want to make people who aren't traveling and doing their own thing feel bad. Again, that, that's what works for everybody. It's just what works for my family and my, my foundation. That's what I believe in. I still would encourage to go back to that five-day rule or seven-day rule or 10-day rule for even the people who are pursuing their own careers and stay and put at their house and enjoying kiddos there or you know, whatever, found their routine there. I think everybody, though, has an amount of time that should be like, you make it a priority. That's just like how people make a date night a week priority or a date night a month, like whatever works for you. But you have that, you set it, it's a standard. 
and I have too many skills not to do anything. So momhood, I praise the ladies who can do it, but man, mentally, I need a break. I need to be able to network with other people. And we have so many amazing people. Like again, back to you and I, like we're connected and chatting now. And there's just so many things you can do together in this community that I do feel that if you wish to travel with your significant other, that it's so doable. You have so many people to lean on for other opportunities. I love all of that because it's such a good perspective to have that you have something that's fulfilling yourself and that can fill your cup up with joy while he is also out there chasing his dream. So I love every single bit of that answer. And I do want to ask though, because you said that no matter where you go, you do have that community of women that we have found over time. So in the beginning, did you feel like you had those girls to form and make you the person that you are? So, and this is God, this is God that did it all. He set Leslie Holiday in my life for a reason because, so my brother Garrett played with their son Jackson in baseball. So I just knew them even outside of like our professional baseball world. And they were really close to my family. You would never even know out and about that this is like a family that is set for life and, you know, living this extravagant life. But they're just so down to earth. They're such godly people. They run their own little podcast right now too. And it's amazing. But I would say that everything can probably stem back to Leslie. And then just networking, social networking. This was our first season with Baltimore Orioles. So I was like really nervous about not getting to know the wives because we had one little barbecue and then all of a sudden it was frowned upon if we got together. But they did a great job, that team, setting up some like little happy hours for wives through Zoom and all of those things. So we tried our best, but I am looking forward to the time where we can gather and feel safe. Yeah, I bet. We are too. We're so excited for those times to like be able to gather with everyone and watch games like normal, but there's a lot of different levels of baseball. What was that like in the beginning for you? Were you guys moving up and down a lot? I was teaching when him and I first got together and he was rehabbing and I literally was teaching over in Jupiter, Florida, which is on the East coast of Florida. And then after school, I would drive three hours to the other coast in Sarasota to see him for a couple hours, go to sleep, wake up and drive back to school at like 4 a.m. in the morning just to have some time with him, you know, during the week because I didn't know when he was going to be done rehab and when he was heading back to season. And I was just soaking it all up when we first got together. I know you asked more about the baseball up and down, but here's our relationship. My mom asked me, when the heck are you getting married? And I was like, mom, relax. I'll be fine. Like, I feel like I'm a pretty decent catch. It'll come eventually, right? And I was like, but if you're that worried about it, arrange a marriage. And she was like, okay, Travis Lakin. So random, so random. I hadn't seen him since high school. And to be honest, in high school, he was like five, six, 100 pounds. And I'm like, mom, I'm a big woman. And let's be real, I need some baby athletes. Like, that's not the go. Like, that's not the guy. So I just kind of laughed it off. And it was not two weeks later, Travis shows up in my freaking house. Kid you not. And I swear to this day, I, they might have arranged it. I don't know. But anyways, Travis is now 6'2 and like 215 pounds. I'm like, all right, I can, I can work with this a little bit. And he was so sweet and a whole new human. We hung out. I thought that was the end of it. He hits me with a good morning, beautiful, like on Monday, you know, after our weekend. I'm like, really? I, I thought we were just going to have fun. But no, like a month in, we knew we, lo- we loved each other. Two months in, we started planning a wedding. We got married on our four months and pregnant with Brezzy on our five months. That's an off season. And then boom, right after we get married, we have like a month to enjoy. And then we're hitting season for my first time. I put in my resignation for teaching and said, let's do this. Started in double A. 
he kicked butt that year. I do believe that he had so much of a why, like our family, baby girls come in and he kicked butt. So that year he went from double A to triple A. He should have got a call up. I'm just going to be honest. I don't know who the manager was. Don't hate me. Don't hate me for saying it, but he should have got the call up even that year. But then fast forward a year later, he gets the debut. And yes, we were up and down a lot last year. We were up and down a lot. And it was frustrating, but at the same time, like really cool. Send us down. Watch how we handle this. Pack it up. Get going. Like it was great. But now this year, this is his first full year. Unfortunate that it wasn't an actual full year. You know, I'm looking forward to next year, like I said. Yeah, you just like went right into it. My mind is still trying to wrap around because I mean, I just admire you. I'm just like, wow. I mean, you have this like mindset, then then you're like, just bring it on like whatever's coming our way. Let's do this. So that's pretty awesome. So I can be very like real because I don't want everybody to think that it's a piece of cake. And I, I mentioned that like about Travis and I struggles, but I was a woman that I could I can handle anything on my plate as much as you want to throw at me. And then when I had the babies, I actually had postpartum depression. So it wasn't until May, fast forward, I had two babies back to back and I kind of struggled through it in and out, in and out, in and out. And I just now feel myself again this past May and started working again and rocking and rolling. So I do believe that a huge part of that was having something that was mine again, you know, that I could give back to others and it was not related to what my husband was doing, but I could still do it with him. I will say like as crazy and as awesome as it sounds, man, it's had definitely its valleys. But we just we just always climbed out and been a little stronger on the other side. Yeah, that's important to share the low times, though, because then you really do appreciate the higher times and you can kind of show like and relate to everyone that's going through struggles in this journey because it's not easy, but it looks glamorous on the outside for sure. <laughs> when you guys are or when he has the off season, I mean, what do you guys typically do? So my husband has dreams outside of baseball to have a hunting outfitter. So we're going to be looking at different land and property for that. Um, which is really exciting because our guys already work their tails off. You know, we work our tails off and they really could sit back and like be complacent with that. And my husband's like, nope, I want to have a, my own company. So I think that's amazing. So I'm going to be helping him with the administration side of that and, and shopping out some properties. And then we have family in Ohio, which is where we're both originally from. And we now have our house in Florida. So we'll be splitting time. We rent out our house Airbnb when we're gone. So we just kind of plugged away. We have a Disney World vacation planned for just right after Christmas for the babies. So really excited. My mom actually got that for the Christmas gift already. She's already putting up the stinking tree. They love the off season. Our family gets to soak up our babies. Travis and I aren't important anymore. And then the biggest thing is for me is getting Travis to really bust tail. He's getting to the age now where like every little bit of effort is making the biggest difference and off season is going to be huge. So just trying to keep him motivated because he's so stinking talented. And I know you guys probably know people that are so talented. They rely on that sometimes. And me, I might be a little bit talented, but I got to have hard work to make up for not being as talented as others. So like for Travis, I just want to rub off on him a little bit. I already told him like, you're getting one week off and we're running five days a week. So this is going to be a fun off season just to test each other in our fitness too. So I do want to ask you, you mentioned your families and like how your mom basically set y'all up. I want to know, did, did your family and friends even understand baseball in the beginning or they just thought it was like, oh, it's kind of cool because the schedule is so crazy and there are things that he does have to miss. Did they just like fall in line with that? Yeah. So we are athlete packed in our family. So a lot of them did understand, you know, the baseball portion, they dove right in. Every single person is like sending us screenshots, having Travis on the game, watching, like we have the huge support line, especially from his hometown of Franklin. My parents down in Florida, he's got a big fan base. 
the, the support system is unreal. But yes, a lot of people knew baseball. I will say, and probably a lot of people struggle with this, but a lot of people think just because these guys are on TV and they're entertaining that they don't look at it like a career. You either have one person trying to tell your, your guy what to do and they have no idea what's happening on the day to day, or you have the other of like, even the money aspect, like thinking these guys make tons when they are scrapping by, you know, their first, their first few years or, you know, asking questions, why did you get sent back down or, you know, whatever the case, there's literally no rhyme or reason to our guys up and down. Sometimes it's just, it's a business and we just got to roll with it. But the overriding theme is our support system was great. And even those who might not have known baseball or thought baseball was boring prior, they just go right in. They're like, yeah, we're going to support your husband. That's so great that you guys have such a great support system. That reminds me though, like, have you had any fun fan stories? Like anything crazy happen where someone's yelling about your husband and you're like sitting right there or anything like that that you want to share with us? Oh man. So, okay. I'll tell you one funny one and one like really awful one. I'll start with the awful one and with the funny, but with one of the teams that Travis has played for, I won't say now or the past, he didn't throw a very good game. He blew the game. And there was a guy in the stands who saw me and my daughter and said, you guys better start packing up. You're heading back to our AAA spot. So we've had some really mean things, like even pointed out and said at us. And thankfully, the good Lord has been working on my patience and grace. And I had nothing to say back, which is not myself, typically. The funny story is, I don't know if you guys have had women kind of approach your guys in the past, but that was something in the beginning that I was like on the lookout for. Don't you dare. Again, reminding you, I'm a prior athlete. I'm, I'm exaggerating. Like I would never like, you know, do that to anybody. But there was one scenario where Travis was pitching and there's some chick, a several rows down to the right, recording him. And I'm like, all right whatever this is gonna happen I'm gonna get used to it like there's gonna be crazy cuckoo chicks I'm calling the bad girls chicks so anyway so I'm like I'm starting to get a little heated like pushing around my seat I'd been on my computer I'm like shut it down I'm not gonna work right now like, like I'm just gonna really study her so yeah she's freaking recording and like you know texting and like giggling with her friend and I'm like making up all these scenarios in my head that this chick is after my husband so I let it go. I don't say anything. I'm like, how we act is going to reflect on my husband. So I'm not going to say anything. So whatever, go back to the hotel. We were on a away trip and I had forgot something in the car. So I went back down to get it. And I see this chick walking up to the stinking hotel. So I am sitting there like, okay, do I just immediately lay her out? One, two, do I like just say, hey, listen, like, let's not be this way. You're, you're definitely better than this. Or three, just like, see what happened. Well, luckily, before I decided any of those three options, what I was going to do, here comes a dude running up behind her. And I put two and two together when I saw the guy. It was the hitter that was up to bat when Travis was pitching. So this whole flipping time, this woman was not after my man. She had a man. Oh, shoot. So so I think a lot of times we might make up scenarios that aren't true or make things a bigger deal than what they, they are. But yeah. Another one, I'll tell you one more, I'm sorry, but we were walking out of one of his games and in the exit tunnel of one of the teams he played with, like there was a rope and everyone, you know, stood behind where we parked our cars. And Travis and I are walking out with the babies and I hear someone hooting and hollering, Travis, you know, like, and there's this group of like girls with crop tops, duty shorts on. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I literally stopped pushing the stroller, told Travis to take the stroller. And I just turned on, I'm trying to identify which one it is. And again, debating how I'm going to handle this, but we didn't get there yet before I realized 
and Travis is like, babe, it's the old woman yelling at me. There was a little old lady, cutest little thing, but she sounded so young. She sounded like a chick and she's yelling at Travis. And I thought it was that group of girls. And so, yeah, I've, I've had some funny ones. There's not so many chicks as I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish you would have done the first option, just laid them out. And <laughs> see what yeah. I don't know if we'd be having this conversation if that was the case. Oh my gosh. I love all those stories. Going back to younger you, before all this had started, if you were to tell yourself something first starting out, some advice, what would you say to yourself? I would say just make sure that you have all of your ducks in a row to be able to still be yourself and be the person that you need to be on on the road you know, with your husband in this game. Because there had been times where had I just step back and like made myself better before committing to some of those situations that I feel like I would have made it easier on him. And what I mean by that is like, you know, maybe my patients could a little bit, a little bit better at times, or maybe if he doesn't leave the toilet seat up, but I feel like that's always the most common problem like to sit around about, but let's say, you know, we were having a problem about the toilet seat. Maybe I can just learn to pick my battles during season a little better if I understood exactly what they go through. So And along with that is be willing to learn from others. I think so often, like, we want to, you know, show the exterior that we've got it all together and we don't seek out the advice of others. But, like, God bless the holidays for us. And I know there's so many other people that I I could think of and thank as well. Margaret Matheny, she's another one. Like, man, she's amazing. You meet so many people that if you you think you have it all figured out and you're closed-minded to growing, then you are going to find yourself in a stagnation place and not be able to adapt to all of these crazy things that happen during season. That's awesome. Okay, I'm just curious because I always see moms in the airport with all these kids, all these bags. They just look like they have it all together and I'm barely getting myself through the TSA check. And I just, I need like for myself for future and for all of these women that are listening out there with kids, like what are your top tips for, especially two under two, like that's a lot. So what are your tips for traveling with little kids? So I'm going to contradict myself when I said don't have a routine because when it comes to that process, the actual airport process, a thousand percent, it is a routine. You know, I I don't want to talk specifics because every child is different. Every scenario is different, whether you're breastfeeding or bottle feeding or, you know, whatever the case may be. But I would say definitely have a routine with that. The key for me is not getting there so early that I have to spare some time with these crazy babes running around before the flight, but also early enough that you're not stressing yourself out getting through security. So like for us, it's an hour and a half. It's pretty good timing. But I would say backpacks or kangaroo pouches, whatever you call them. Both my babies have one because TSA makes you throw their stroller through. Sometimes they don't help you put it back together. So relying on your kids to walk beside you, don't do. (laughs) Knowing what you have to take out, that way you're not standing there forever at security. And then I have a backpack leash. You know, people have their opinions about the leash, but I'm not letting baby girl get out of my sight in a busy place like that. And flights are stressful, but there's really great flights. There's really bad flights. And I try to pick out the things that I did differently on good flights versus bad and make those a part of my routine that I did. So, and maybe a lighter freaking car seat because carrying on, I have TJ on the front of me. He's about 20 pounds. I have Brezzy on my back. He's 30 pounds and I'm carrying the car seat that we have. And it's like 35 pounds. I mean, I've got like a hundred pounds strapped to me trying to walk on. And unless you're flying with like Southwest, they're so friendly, but unless you're flying with them, everybody else is like, not even asking if I need help. I'm dripping sweat. So I always bring an extra t-shirt for me in case I need to change and 
yeah, but we love it, man. That's what I'm talking about. The crazy process of flight. Well, thank you so much for talking with us. We've had so much fun. I'm sure we could talk to you for like another hour or so. So (laughs) it was a good time. No, I had a great time too. Yes. And thank you all for listening to this episode and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to more than a season podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at more than a season underscore women's guide for the latest updates. You can also follow our personal Instagram accounts at Ashley M. Kramer and Britt Labby. We would love it if you would download, subscribe, and leave us a review on your choice of platform. Thank you so much. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.